Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcasting Network. Geeky programming for all the nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcast community forums and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Our hometown of Boston was affected by the devastating events at the Boston Marathon. This episode of our podcast was completed before the events and will be discussed further on the next episode of our podcast. For now, all we can do is express our deepest sympathies for those who were affected and applaud the actions of the brave people who stayed to help those in need. Stay wicked, A Boston. We're starting now. Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. I am Shao Kahn, and in the, in the garage with me is uh, the hippest man ever, I'll say, Glitch. What's up? <laughs> and, uh, and across the pond is the wicked, stupid, <laughs> stupid, awesome analyst, John. Hello. And hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. And before we get started, I, I had a surprise for the Flemings and all of you because today is a very special day. It's April 7th, which means it is Jackie Chan's birthday. Okay. <laughs> today we don't want any trouble. Yeah. He, well, turns, Dylan, you certainly would know that, but yeah, so I'm surprised we didn't we didn't learn about that. What'd you get him? Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I got these extra broken bones lying around. You can give him one of those. Yeah. Do you sure need you extra do. bones, Jackie Chan? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, okay, you, you just start now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and do you want to ring the news bell? News. Thank you. News. Thank you. That was that was beautiful. All right. First off, in media, um, Dylan, you actually mentioned this one a long time ago, but we actually never discussed it. Uh, Damn right, I did. What is it? The Steve Jobs <laughs> manga. It's what? The the Steve oh, Jobs yeah. manga. Yeah. Um, we talked about this a while ago, but this was before it was actually released. Well, now it has been released, and it looks Is boring. It, <laughs> it was boring. Is it simple, efficient, and trendy? Probably. I don't know. I It was in Japanese, and it had some balding dude with glasses in it. I assume he was the main character, a.k.a. Steve Jobs. It was Asian Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs. Was, was Asian Matthew McConaughey in it? <laughs> It, he played. Uh, he played the the Mac. I don't know. I'm probably gonna cut that line. <laughs> <laughs> Did the Mac have great abs? <laughs> <laughs> so on top of that, more recent manga news: My Little Pony is yeah. getting a manga series now. 
I thought it was having a Japanese translation too. Like there was a Japanese. Yeah, it uh, is. On the same same uh, time that the manga is being released, there's also going to be the Japanese release of the cartoon. My little pony Tomodachi wa Maho. <laughs> I love the accent. <laughs> what was my it? Wa- little wa- pony. Wa- po? Is it my to- little pony? My little. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Do that what? hand gesture again. <laughs> All you listeners will get that yeah. reference later. Yeah, you'll have to stay tuned. Friendship is magic. All right. <laughs> and so I'm sure all of our brony listeners will be very excited to hear that. Um, they will probably be pirating that as soon as it comes out. I want to. I'm interested in hearing what they got to do for the Japanese voices. It sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Well, the thing of it is, I, I mean more for the manga. <laughs> I mean uh, more for uh, the manga, like the manga's sake. That's going to be completely original stories. I've I've been I you know I still get my comic books from a comic shop uh, in Florida, even though back in Massachusetts because I wouldn't buy my comics anywhere else. Plug, go to a comic shop in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, no matter <laughs> oh, where you stay, Orlando's number one comic book shop for five years in a the row. There you go. Um, but anyways, when the comic started coming out, I didn't even order it or even request it, but Aaron sent it to me anyways. Aw. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and we know our customers at a comic shop. And he keeps sending it to me. Uh, <laughs> and, and I make a picture of himself for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Eric. Yeah, Eric. Um, he keeps asking me to take the picture. I just don't know. <laughs> but he keeps asking. Um... But the the IDW comic of My Little Pony is actually really good. Even though I'm not asking for it, I'm not asking him to stop sending it. It's very well-written stories, and uh, it's a lot of fun to read. It's really funny. There's a lot of humor in it that adults would get. Like, there was... There was one episode where, like, the ponies were stuck in this dream state where they were opening up all these doors to nightmares, and they had references to, like, The Shining, Stephen King's It, all these old horror movies that no child would get but actually scare adults. You know? It was really funny, like, and they and they just have a whole bunch of references like that. Big Lebowski is all over the place. Yeah. It was just, it was just, um, you know, filled with a lot of references that they made for the knowing brony culture that they have so they're paying a lot of attention to to them so i thought that was pretty cool so that's the idw comic so i'm looking forward to the manga see what they do with that next up in news um have you guys you do you guys remember a long time ago like a couple years um ryan matheson uh do you know that name no no okay so the story is he was um he's an american and he was going on vacation in Canada and he was stopped at customs because he didn't have a passport picture yet and because of that they he's almost like because it was his first time in the country it's almost 100% guaranteed that you get searched and so they had to look through his computer and he ended up he ended up getting arrested on charges of child pornography just for the sole fact that he had anime on his computer not Uh, hentai not hentai Anime. anime yep Hmm. And, um, although he did have some suggestive stuff on there, like, one of the things that they did, if you guys remember the, uh, a while ago, the, uh, the Chibi Kama Sutra that was released. Oh, really? The, I don't remember that. I guess he had, I, I guess. That. That I guess just you, John, that remembers that. It had to be a that. very adorable book. Probably. <laughs> probably get it off the Sankaku Complex. Anyways, the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, 
um, ended up getting all the charges dropped, and uh, out of it came a micro-documentary that was actually posted on Anime News Network a couple days ago, where it's just a 13-minute documentary of his story, and he tells you the story uh, about the whole thing, and then it plugs the comic book legal defense fund on what they do for, you know, defending art, which is what their main purpose is. Mm-hmm. And it was really fascinating how, like, to hear about how different places l- look at anime. You know, it's they don't see it as an art style. They just immediately go to a certain idea of what anime is when they see it. And Are you talking about Canada in particular? Uh, Canada, or, like, maybe even just, maybe even for security purposes, you know, like just customs and all that sort of stuff they they they're trained to look for certain things and when you come across things like anime it's a trigger and that allows them to have reasonable cause to search for whatever you may have in your possession note to self whenever traveling bring passport and leave computer at home <laughs> right uh and it's actually a really interesting Thanks, case bye. i'll put that in the description so that everybody can see it because it's really worth a watch what would they find on your computer, Dylan? The uh, Canada National Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Dylan. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I, I must have left iTunes open. <laughs> why, why don't we just give this a lesson? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maple Leaf. Hockey and syrup. Habsuck. It's something like that. I think that's the the third verse, but... Next up in news, Go Bruins. Japan has discovered mass quantities of methane hydrate at the bottom of their oceans. And there is enough methane hydrate, which is a major uh, fuel source, um, to keep them running as a country independently for a hundred years. So this turns Japan into a fuel megapower. Like, they... They like, are now one of the leaders in that sense. So they found a huge fart in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the same thing. I don't know well, chemistry. Meth- methane, <laughs> methane hydrate is, is a solid fart. It's it's like a stone. It's like if you fart <laughs> under the ocean and the heat temperature and the pressure just goes off and solidifies your gas. Okay. It's like dry ice. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see if they share it and get our gas prices down. That's really interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't even hear about that. See, and the funny uh, the funny thing is they think that there's another there's another mass quantity of it under the Senkaku Islands, which is the territory oh, that China is battling over. Right. So there's now more controversy over who is going to be able to drill there for it. Hmm. And with that, on our next piece, more North Korean news. <laughs> the North Korean watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're now at level orange. North Korea has cut off access to South Korea's most important factory. Now, I, I don't know what the factory is there, but it's like one of their main yeah, resources I, of income. And I never remember hearing what that factory actually does. Factory. Yeah. A factory. But now North Korea has has cut off all access for South Korea, which is Mm -hmm. a huge hindrance on their economy, and it's going to be a big problem. Yeah, it was just like a huge FU to the UN. Yeah. 
pretty much. Well, as of this point, North Korea just does not care about anything. He, that little that little fat kid who's running the country, he's going crazy. Mine, 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 mine. It's like, uh, you realize we can just carpet bomb the hell out of you, right? Well, in, in related news, uh, Alaska has like six missile defense towers up now. Yeah, they, we have our tower defense up in Alaska to shoot down any nukes that they send out. <laughs> tower defense. Look, I just say to Korea in general, keep calm and Gundam style. <laughs> All right. Not Gundam style. Actually, if the war took place in Gundams, that'd be a lot easier. Um, I'm not if we had them. Yeah. Japan already had <laughs> I wouldn't want to be on the other side of a Gundam fight. I still want to watch it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. From the windmill Gundam. (laughs) The Neo Holland Gundam. Alright, that's it for media news. Let's move on to some gaming news. Now, some very serious gaming news for tonight. Been serious this whole time. (laughs) Let's get serious, guys. Let's get serious. (laughs) LA studio for Square Enix has laid off 50% of its staff last week. Uh, Thank you, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, it. Uh, they're they're down in marketing. They're down in their support and community group. They're down on just regular employees. You know, they're they're cutting down on everybody, and in you, j- except the quality of their games. Say what happened recently, because I can. I think <laughs> I can explain a little bit more as to why. Sure. One second. So, but in, in LA, this is also going to lead to cutoff or, or layoffs in. Europe and Japan now. Most recently, the president, Yuichi Wada, is stepping down from his uh, position after last fiscal year's loss of 5.7 billion yen. That's the CEO. Yes. Yeah, I'm just saying so everyone else knows. Gotcha. Go ahead, Dylan. So what's interesting about this is that guy's stepping down and this new guy, I forget his name, is the new CEO. But I I heard that one of the first things that he's going to do is... There's some sort of business term, and I'm not a CFO or whatever, so I don't know what it's called, but they basically take all the money away from their current projects, and then whatever their projects are have to prove themselves to get the funding back, basically. That's cool. Wow. So, so they're basically trying to clean their act together, or clean their act up. So there won't be a Final Fantasy 13, 3, <laughs> 2, 5, I, I don't know. I don't know what this means for their games or their projects yet, but it could be a really good sign that Square Enix is like, we need to get our shit together. Yeah. Two games. Yeah. Well, actually, now, now that you mentioned, I did read an article on that. They said that we're, we're cleaning up all the garbage. Yep. So this could be a really good thing. Yeah. I can think of three sequels that can make off the top of my head right now that will make their money back. No, all they would have to do is remake, like, Final Fantasy VII. They would make one so over. many... Or not even remake it, just do, like, an HD version. An HD version. Dude, that would make, make them so much money. one, Super Mario RPG 2, and the world ends with you, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that game. Hear that, Square? <laughs> <laughs> I know I know one that I would want to play. Iron Hunter 2. Like, come on. It's been it's been it's been decades now. Make Iron Hunter 2. I'm, I'd be surprised if either of you guys played I, Iron yeah, Hunter. Iron Hunter is still like one of my favorite games ever. It's a really old side scrolling bullet hell game. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes, can oh. we, yes Square, can you stop making Final Fantasy sequels? <laughs> yeah, sequels to Final Fantasies that have already been made. <laughs> okay. Um, so, in related news, but a new news topic, this is not anime-related, but very, very important to our industry. Uh, LucasArts has shut down, and they were shut down by Disney. Yep. <laughs> so, LucasArts has been the 
up for like 30 years, you know? Yeah, like it's Monkey Island. What, what, what was the most recent thing that they made? I, I can't think of it. Nice um, Republic? Well. I, that was Bioware, wasn't it? Was it the Old Republic? Yeah, but yeah. They, well, they regardless, LucasArts has to do with it because it, it's Star Wars, so they had well, yeah, yeah. something to do with it. But um, other <laughs> than that, bless you. Before <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> before that, um, it would have to have been the Star Wars Connect game. Oh yeah, uh, right. no Oh yeah, you yeah. Like owned that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, I, I guess Disney didn't think that <clears throat> keeping it around was gonna get their money back or whatever for it. Well, the thing of it... Well, that, that's very true, but there's also another part of it. Because remember, the next thing that was going to come out of LucasArts was Star Wars 1313. Yeah, third, yep. And that was supposed... You remember how excited people were about that? Like, everybody... It looked really cool. It was, it like, the funny. only thing out of E3 that everybody had their eye on. It as, was like, as far as I understand, that's happened a lot with LucasArts. Because I guess they were working on some sort of Indiana Jones game that everyone thought was cool that just disappeared... Oh, but yeah. It's still very, it's still possible that 1313 and whatever other projects they're working on are still going to come out because heard, they're going to sell off the licenses. I heard that um, their game after that, Star Wars First Assault, still might come out, but 1313 is scrapped. Like, Maybe I, I, is making uh, I, art combining it or something. I think, I, I think the IP is up for grabs. Like, if another company wanted to buy it, I think they can. Well, but I hope so, but I also hope that... It probably won't be the same. Yeah, I also oh, hope no that they change it back to its original story, because I don't know if you guys heard, but did you hear what the story was about? Like, they revealed the whole overarching story of 1313? All I remembered was that you played as a bounty hunter. Yes, okay. Uh, the new development, once it was cancelled, they revealed what the story was going to be. It was actually Boba Fett you're playing the entire time. Which is retarded, in my opinion. I, I thought that it was just, like, so stupid. Like, I don't... Like, after Star Wars Episode Two came out, and they totally ruined Boba Fett for me forever... <laughs> like that, all they all this is saying is that they're confirming that Episode Two's information was correct, and they're going to continue to ruin Boba Fett. Boba Fett should be a, a faceless character that nobody knows about. He's just a cool bounty hunter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, like, if if thirteen thirteen did come out, yeah, make it um, Uncharted Star Wars. I will play that game. I will probably won't play it if it's if it's going to keep being Boba Fett. Yeah. You'll play it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't. I haven't. I haven't even bought like games that are coming out recently. I, I, like I want to get um, DC's Injustice. I haven't gotten that yet. I haven't gotten Bioshock Infinity. Um, Infinite. Infinite. Whatever. I want to uh, play it too. I haven't played it yet either. <laughs> yeah, me either. I've heard good things about it though. Um, what was? I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> but I've been really behind on games. But it seems like at this point to make it come full circle. Um, that all of our favorite studios are being shut down left and right. And how long is it going to be before there's no more big studios and it's just going to be indie studios only? Well, that's... It's, it's sort of going like the mid-tier developers are dying out. Only like the huge, huge studios and indie developers are sticking around because they're the only companies that actually like make money on their products. Well, right, because they're superpowers. You're talking about like EA and Activision, right? Yeah, like U Ubisoft... Just massive, massive studios. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Well, that's true. But, I mean, LucasArts, you got to imagine, it's a pretty big studio. Granted, it's half of a whole other studio. I don't think it was super... Well, I think there was only, like, 150 employees. That's actually surprising to me. I didn't know that. 
I, th- I could be wrong, but I mean, like, Ubisoft, I, I, I imagine, has, like, thousands of employees. Yeah, regardless, I'm still really surprised to see it go. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, no. Yeah. But, um, okay, so uh, th- let's just move past the, the serious news, because gaming news is over. It's time for some strange news. Oh, joy. <laughs> um, What's we going only, up? We only have one story tonight, and it? it's strange. It's actually a fan um, story. Yep. Because uh, our fan, Gerardo... Uh, passed along another uh, story to us, and I thought it was pretty funny because it was a review on a Japanese blog of Burger King's newest meal, which is called the Anime Viewing Burger. And and they're actually, like, advertising it on, on their storefronts and stuff like that. Now, what the Anime Viewing Burger is, is a rather large burger. However, it is only a patty and two buns. Nothing else. Wait, so just a patty and meat? A patty and two That's buns. Patty is. Oh yeah, I got it backwards. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. A girl named a Patty good... between two buns. There we go. <laughs> it's so it's as plain as a hamburger could possibly get. And I, I was re- just put some ketchup on that. You're good to go. No, well, no, that's not ketchup. the point. See, he. I was reading through bacon. the article, and he was, and he was lettuce, tomatoes, <laughs> sauce, <laughs> lettuce, pickles, and he pickles. was wondering why Chicken this was happening. Or why they did that for you know the time being, and until he started eating it while watching anime, and he realized that you didn't have to pay attention to your meal and make sure that it was still all together while you were watching anime. It's just like the perfect culmination of eating food while doing what's most important, which is watching anime. Like hell it is. <laughs> I want a good burger when I'm watching anime, not a plain Jane. Well, who knows? You haven't had a Burger King, or a Japanese Burger King burger. Yeah. So, who knows? It could possibly be from the the cow of the gods. It's not or Kobe beef. Trust me, Burger King, and even in Japan, won't just be Kobe beef. <laughs> Kobe beef Burger King. <laughs> Anyways, that's all we have for Strange News. That's as strange as it gets. Okay. We should have a trip of Japan funded for us. And Kickstarter. And us just doing <laughs> stupid things. We should. I agree with that. That would be pretty awesome. Kickstarter's up up now. It's in the description. Probably not. Gonna have to Watch cut that, Twitch too. Watch in Japan. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Raw cut that, too. Cut. We'll do a uh, Kickstarter for the Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> Fund our funding. All right. We'll set up a lemonade stand and everything. I think you need a permit for that. Oh shoot, you're right. Yeah. Well, we could. What we could do is it just like sell. We can call a lemonade stand, but what it is, we actually sell like lemon fan fictions. Just all lemon fan fictions. <laughs> or like cars that don't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's time to move creatures. on to what we're watching. And Andrew and I have actually been watching a lot, so uh, if you guys want to start, we'll fill in. Oh, no, you two go first. (laughs) Tad going first all the time. Okay, so is this how it's going? Let me guess. You guys didn't watch anything. No, we watched things. (laughs) All I watched was, uh, since I was moving and pretty busy uh, the past couple weeks, I watched uh, Interstellar 5555 while I was moving. Mm. Nice. That's really cool. Uh, For those of you who don't know, it's the... uh, it's the combination of all the music videos for Daft Punk's Discovery. They're all animated by Which, Toei Animation, I think. Yeah, Fist of the North Star. <laughs> Which is relevant because Daft Punk is coming out with a new album. Mm-hmm. Yep. I haven't heard any of it. Is it good? 
They've only released two 15-second clips, and they're pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, maybe. One totally sounds like they're singing about a Mexican monkey, though, but it's really awesome. <laughs> cool. Um, so we've started delving into the new the season new, yeah, of anime. new season of anime just started, so that is pretty awesome. Well, first, let's kick off with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure finished. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. That was amazing. It was seriously the best ending to any anime I have ever seen. Um, maybe next to Cowboy Bebop, but, like, I don't know, because it actually, um, it, instead of finishing the anime and then having that empty hole that's left in your heart from them not actually knowing how to finish animes ever, I actually felt good about this ending. Like, JoJo ended, and I was really, really happy. I was like, thank goodness they didn't ruin that. Well, the interesting thing about it was that, you know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is eight parts long, and this anime was only the first two parts, but it still felt like it ended at the end of the second part. Yeah. It it was, yeah, and it was an amazing finish. And um, uh, this is not spoilers, because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has been out forever now, uh... You know, even before the anime, uh, and especially part three, but they, at the end of season two, or, well, I guess it wasn't really season two, but part two of JoJo, they gave a nod to season three. They actually showed Jotaro in the cage at the end. Oh, I was so happy, because that's my favorite JoJo arc. It's just the best. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully they'll be coming back with the second <clears throat> series, and they'll be, and they'll continue on with the JoJo series. They better. Uh, that was freaking aw- <laughs> awesome. I was so that was what, probably one of the best animes I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. And on top of that, switching gears, uh, the first episode of Oremo season two came out. I think this is more my 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 gear too. Probably because seeing that, technically, this is my anime to watch. Um, yeah, after Oremo season one came out and finished, that was cool. I was happy with that. That was that was fun. Um, but now season two finally started. And uh, I have to say, it's good. I really liked the first episode. It, it brought back, like, the whole feeling of season one, where it's cute still, and... Um, yeah, it's an adorable anime, but it, the thing of it is, my problem with it is... Or it's not really a problem, but it's a really interesting thing. It's a, it's a kind of uplifting anime, but there's a sad overtone to the whole thing. It's really strange. You have to watch it in order to experience but, well, I mean, because it's kind of like a brother and sister who kind of don't get along, but, like, they, they do fun things together, but while they're doing fun things together, they're not really getting along very well, so it's kind of sad in that way, but it's funny watching them do it, uh, do different things, I don't know, but it's, I, I recommend it, watch it, definitely yeah. watch it. And then the other one that I watched was, or started watching, I didn't finish it yet, um, was the first episode of an anime this, new this season called Red Data Girl. And I think it's supposed to be a, a, a romance, and I didn't get too far into it. It's about a middle school girl who goes to a new school, and she's called a Red Data Girl, and what a Red Data Girl is, is she cannot touch technology without destroying it, and so she has to be secluded. But there's a boy that she knows, who she grew up with, which is her opposite, which allows her to be able to be around normal people and it's their relationship together and and there's some supernatural stuff that goes into it even further like like the the boy has to protect her in some way because there's some like ghostly figures or something coming after her it's it's really cool i didn't get too far into it so i don't know too much about it 
but I can definitely say right off the bat, the opening was gorgeous. Like, the art was beautiful, the environments were amazing, and, like, it's just really pretty to look at. Um, so I'm actually going to look forward to finishing it and actually see where it goes. So when she touches the technology, does it kind of blow up or just shut down? I, I don't know. I didn't get to the part where it explained all that. If I got some friends, maybe read that of people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's all that we've been watching. We have um, Attack on Titan yeah, ready we, to go. Yeah, I, wish, to... I wish we could talk about that one, but we can't because it did not... We, we did not get to see it before this episode started, so we'll talk about that one next time. Well, oh, I know. I remember another one that we watched. Um, a mini-series. Oh, my gosh. Called um, Inferno Cop. Yeah. Yeah. It, dude, we, we... You guys haven't seen Inferno Cop, have you? No. Okay. No. So it came we out... We have to send that to you. It's really funny. It's a 13-episode series. However, the episodes are only two minutes long each. So you can watch... You can finish watching it in a half hour. And it is, like, the Japanese version of an Adult Swim show. It's about... Oh, crap. Yeah. Wait, which Adult Swim? Like, Tim and Eric Adult Swim, or...? No, like, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, um, and... It, but it's Japanese humor. Yeah. It's so, not, like, any kind of American... It's really funny. All the characters in the show are just one static motion. There, There's no animation in it. It's just, it's just like, a motion comic. And everybody is only drawn one pose, so all the characters stay... So if, like, there's a character, when you meet them, they're sitting in a chair, and then, like, they get kidnapped by bad guys. Like, the bad guys are holding her, but she's still sitting... (laughs) She's in her sitting chair motion. And And, Inferno Cop, he's the main character. He's always in a a ready-to-shoot stance, and and Inferno Cop is just a cop... or, Or he looks like Ghost Rider, but in a cop uniform. And he's always just, like, standing in this ready-to-shoot stance, and there's, like, this one episode where he gets sent to the hospital, and he's... He's lying on a on a, a surgery bed, but he's still in his ready to shoot pose, just like <laughs> vertically, and he's wrapped in bandages. Yeah. And <laughs> um, and like all the cars, every single car in the anime is drawn at a three quarters view. So like when they drive, they're yeah. driving on their side. <laughs> when they drive straight ahead, they're still at their three quarters view. So like, it's really funny. I I laughed the whole time. Yeah, um, but it was done by Studio Trigger. Um, which is in partner with Hiroyuki uh, Imaishi, who is one of my favorite visual directors. He was a supervisor on it. I don't know the actual um, director of it, but uh, I'll continue to keep watching his shows because they're really funny. That was that was probably one of the highlights of, of what we watched this week because that one was just so super entertaining. Yeah. Next to Jojo. We'll send it to you guys, and actually we'll probably link it on the bottom. <laughs> okay. The only thing I've watched this new mm-hmm. is this morning... Woke up, looked on the computer, saw a new episode of Ninja Turtles, so I got a big bowl of cereal, <laughs> spoon, in my sleep attire. Your footy pajamas. Watching, like, watching Ninja Turtles while singing the theme song. Yes, I do know the new theme song. <laughs> Let me guess. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, it teen- starts, oh, yes, starts Canada. Canada. <laughs> but here we go, it's bling, 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 bling with the team. Oh, oh. God, I love that theme now. <laughs> that rhymed. You haven't seen the new episodes? No. Like the 2012 Turtles? I, no, yeah, I've seen some. Yes, I've been watching mostly that car- those cartoons and like Young Justice and most American stuff now. And Glitch, with that, it is time <laughs> to move on to our Tapagachi. <laughs> Which, this episode, we are actually going to talk about American cartoons. This was um, this was a topic suggested... Uh, so, yeah. Suggested by Gerardo. Who, Someone said this stuff. What? 
Someone sent this stuff. Basically, he sent us the topic, and he wanted to know uh, what shows we like to watch that are not anime. And uh, basically, due to scheduling uh, defaults, we were supposed to have a guest on this episode, and now we don't. And now we have yeah, see, a topic this, that we can use. Yeah, see, this is what happens when you plan two weeks in advance for an episode. All you get is just more people canceling on you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so... We are going to do our uh, fan topic. Yep, uh, which is which is good because uh, we didn't know when we were going to be able to fit this topic in. So now is a better time than never. So we're going to talk about American cartoons. Yay! Yeah. America. <laughs> oh yeah! What's your favorite American cartoon glitch? <laughs> I think it's Ninja Turtles, isn't it? Well, modern stuff like as of right now, I watch Ninja Turtles, Adventure Time. Regular show, I am pissed off that Young Justice is being canceled. I'm uh, not yet, because I haven't finished it. You can finish it. Hey, care to elaborate on those at all, Glitch, or just being like, yeah, I watch those? Yeah, what do you like about <laughs> those shows that... Because, I mean, I like those shows, too. I, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Like, I know well, why those shows are awesome, but why do you like those shows? Well, Adventure Time and Regular Show, it's something... That adult it's more adult than child. Frankly. Yeah, very, very much. Well, that's interesting because I feel like Adventure Time is not as adult as like regular show, definitely. Yeah, but um, Adventure Time, not really. It, I actually think that that one creates a child more childlike wonder for adults. <gasps> I can see that. It's it's more it's geared towards children, but adults can see why children like it. I don't know. Uh, it's it, it's pretty. I mean, the the later episodes get pretty heavy. Yeah, but there's nothing really meant to cater towards adults. Like, there's no references or anything like that. Where there's an no adult... references, but some of the jokes, you kind of, you second guess some of the jokes. Yeah, yeah, you do, definitely. I'll agree with that. I guess that's true. I haven't I haven't seen Adventure Time in a while. Um, not since the episode... Flame Princess episode. Yeah, where Flame Princess uh, and, and Finn go on a date. They're getting much more adult Are... with their jokes in a little bit. In a few of the episodes. Really? Like, and Young Justice, oh my god. I could go all day ranting about why it's stupid, completely asinine and stupid to cancel. Yeah, Especially oh, well. the last episode that I can't spoil for you guys because you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, they're... but the stinger at the end. <laughs> uh, but they're uh, coming up with a new Teen Titans, so, I mean. Who cares? <laughs> well, How are you going to replace that awesome show with... Teen Titans, just like a webcomic they're going to put back and forth. They're not, for what I keep hearing and reading, they're not even going to do much fighting in there. It's more like a teen drama kind so of thing. Proper. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's so strange because it doesn't come across like that Well, because it's like Chibi Teen Titans. But it's not like the Teen Titans Go comic that they were doing in, in the DC Nation shorts. Like, it seems like it's something completely new. I don't know. I'm, I'm just still pissed about they're just introducing Static again and... Once again, Static gets the shaft. <laughs> Man, Glitch, you look like Static. <laughs> I know. Static Shock? Plasm too. <laughs> yes, Static Shock. Oh, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the newer series. I love the newer series. I'm ranking it up there even with the 90s one. Mm-hmm. If not, like, a smidgen better. Hmm. Really? Yes, for multiple reasons. One, they actually emphasize... Like, I've watched every series of Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles, even the next mutation, which I actually like a little bit. 
Wait, even like the live action ones? Yep, Isn't with it? Venus de Milo and them meeting the Power Rangers in Lost in Space. <laughs> I actually liked it, those episodes in that entire show <laughs> a little bit. It's one of my guilty pleasures. But <clears throat> they emphasize mostly that they're teenagers, mm-hmm. which they have never done that much on each in each series. And yeah, they're Mutant Turtles and whatnot too. And also with Splinter. Splinter is bad ass in this, but he's also a father and a teacher. Hmm. So they've made the they've they've successfully created more well, for lack of a better word, human characters. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes, like even the turtles themselves look so different that even without their colors on, if they took all the bandanas off, you can still tell who's who. That's cool. Because Donatello is kind of taller and lankier with a gap in his teeth. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. One- Fun fact, the guy who voiced Raphael in the 90s episodes of Minnie Turtles voices Donatello now. Interesting. No, I did know that, actually. Did you? Yeah. Why yeah. Why did they change their character, I wonder? Uh, Maybe It, it well, works, though. Yeah. Well, actually, I could I could probably see why, because Donatello's supposed to be in, the intellectual type, so he's probably supposed to sound older. So the person who was Raphael back... When is probably, you know, sounding older now, so he does Donatello, who's the more intelligible one. Or maybe he just likes Donatello. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be Donatello. I like Donatello. That's who, yeah, that's, that's who I play in Turtles in Time. I mean, each turtle is so individual. It's, they even have their own little character arcs in certain episodes when they're according to their personality. Cool. Even how their bandanas are on themselves look completely different. I mean, mm-hmm. Leonardo, like, if you picture... You know how these do the Ninja Turtles almost look exactly alike in every one? If you picture a turtle in CGI, that'd be... You know, he's turtle neutral. Donatello's lankier, skinnier, the tallest one with a small gap in his teeth. Michelangelo's shorter, chubby, and he has little freckle spots on him. And Raphael's all scratched and tough, rough and tumble kind of looking, and he's actually the buffer ones of all of them. Yeah, yeah the bruiser. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. I like that they, that they took time to focus on something like that. <laughs> yeah, you can see, like, they... It seems like they watched every episode of Ninja Turtles to do, like, so many homages, and, like, even the theme is remnants of the old-school 90s one. Each, they brought back all the older characters, like Baxter Stockman, the Rat King, Leatherhead's back, the Krang are back, but in a whole different way, which I won't spoil because it's funny to me. <laughs> but they even brought newer, they even got newer monsters and mutants in now, and it's kind of bloody to an extent. What? Well, it's kind of violent and... Because when they fight the Krang, they cut the metal suits and whatnot, and there's, like, you know, oil and whatnot splattering, but 
come on, let's picture that dude. Look, kind right. of the same thing. Oh, very Samurai Jack. Yeah. How, like, yeah. everybody Samurai Jack cut apart was, was a robot. Yeah. Yeah, and the fun little thing, like, when they're seriously fighting, their pupils are gone, so they're, like, the top, like, the actual comic ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh. the, gr- the Grim Dark Turtles? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I recommend anybody go see that if they like turtles. Like, because a lot of people hate it. Well, hated it when the first episode comes out because it's, it's not my the turtles. It's not what I'm used to. It's not the nineties. Blah blah blah. Wine wine. Piss piss. Get the DVDs. <laughs> they got a complete series in a turtle van. Get that shit and shut up. <laughs> awesome. Cool. There you go. So, um, I actually have one that I really, really like, and I think it's probably one of the most cleverly written shows on TV right now. Despite the network it's on, Gravity Falls. Yep. Uh, on uh, on the Disney Channel. Yeah, it, I agree. It is amazing. Like it, it's so cleverly written, and everything is just catered not to a Disney audience. Yeah. What's it about? Uh, it's okay. Um, two twins, um, Mabel and Dipper, go to their great uncle Stan's or Grunkle Stan, uh, who runs a shack in the in the middle of this town called Gravity Falls, and it's a and it's a supernatural shop, so it's like uh, things like Bigfoot and trolls and all that kind of kind of wondrous stuff they have there. But it's all fake. Yeah, he made, he made everything up in the shop. He, yeah, everything that he owns is completely fake, and it's just a tourist attraction. But in the first couple of episodes, Dipper finds this book that has a hand with six fingers on it and a number three written on it. It has not been revealed what that means yet, but they are hinting to it. Um, and it's a book of all these creatures, like these creatures that actually exist. And he goes to the book in every episode to find, you know, what certain things are. And and it's it's super episodic. You know, there's a half hour episode of just like a, a monster of the week type of thing. And it's it's just really funny. It's so funny. It it's it's so cleverly written that it's easily the smartest show on TV right now. Yeah. Um, I, it's really hard to explain. Like, I can't pinpoint one certain thing in it that is that what makes it so good. But and Grunkle Stan is just the funniest, filthiest character ever. Like he's <laughs> like he he has like filth humor that just doesn't belong on the Disney Channel, and it's just so funny. Yeah, um, but yeah, Gravity Falls. Uh, you should definitely check it out. I really really enjoy it. I guess I'll go now. Okay. Mine is uh, probably Futurama. Oh, yeah. Are you still watching oh, yeah. that? Um, no, I haven't seen... I saw... I think season six was the last one I watched. I haven't been watching them as they come out. Yeah, I, 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 rem- I recall more old Futurama rather than new. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, like, of the three huge comedy cartoons, like... Futurama and Simpsons and Family Guy, that's definitely my favorite. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Definitely. It's not not only, like, just hilarious, but, like, there, I mean, there's the prehistoric bark episode and, like, the other, a couple other episodes that are, like, (laughs) extremely emotional. Yeah, so sad. Well, the fact that somebody could, like, somebody like Matt Groening, who could Mm -hmm. successfully, you know, convey something like that in, in his style of humor... But then turn it around on us and say, "What did you do to us?" <laughs> you yeah. know, is is really impressive on his part, and he's a good writer. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't seen The Simpsons recently. Uh, yeah, I heard that it's kind of falling apart. I don't know, but that's, yeah, yeah, that's just weird. But yeah, Futurama. I actually, I actually, 
like remember a lot of Futurama episodes. Everyone's like the one that I remember the most is is the one where they go through the slurm factory. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, that's a good. One. I just love like some of the characters in the show. Just anything they say is just automatically funny. Like um, Zap Zap Brannigan. Zap yeah, Brannigan's like, hilarious. Oh my gosh, him and the professor is so funny. Well, I always like Bender. Uh, John DiMaggio makes his characters whenever yeah. he plays somebody, and, mm-hmm. and Bender is certainly one of his most iconic. Yep. I'm gonna go make my own casino with hooker and or hookers and beer. You know what? Forget the casino. <laughs> I just love that episode. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so quotable. Like, there's so many lines from it. I remember when um. <laughs> I remember when um Facebook was sort of in its earlier stages when I like first joined. When you can like <laughs> add stuff like different widgets to your wall. One of the ones I added was like a Futurama quote. Yeah, uh, thing. Does anyone know what a widget is nowadays? <laughs> oh, no. They used to use those on on MySpace, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like you could My find space. like different like weird things and then just have them to your add them to your wall or whatever. Back in like that was like two thousand five or six or something like that. Whoa! That's when, yeah, that's when Facebook stopped changing those like updating and changing. Or wait, no, not that long. Facebook Facebook started like in two thousand seven or eight. Yeah, Facebook started in two thousand seven. Yeah, it was two thousand seven or eight. Seven. Well, I'm uh, talking about when I oh when you joined MySpace yeah. when you joined oh I see yeah because you were still on MySpace at that time yeah. <laughs> who uses MySpace now fans uh, I think they have a new MySpace yeah it's 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 basically catering to bands now uh, which is what it was supposed to be in the first place yeah but anyways yeah I just think Futurama is like just so quotable like just the one liners are so funny and it's also you know, really entertaining and emotional too. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, a good combo. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you have one, Andrew? Uh, most of the American shows that I watch, or American cartoons that I watch, are older. Yeah, I I get most of them on DVD and I Thundercats. Uh, and watch those <laughs> Thundercats. Um, oh, and then um, so Thundercats. Ho. But actually, like. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> the the one that I most recently watched on TV itself, uh, besides Gravity Falls, was actually Thundercats. I really haven't kept up with another you know cartoon other than that. So I like to watch. I like to watch a lot of classic cartoons on DVD and everything. So I have you know my SWAT Cats DVDs. Oh, I, I love God. SWAT Cats. Um, oh. I have my '80s Thundercats DVDs. I have. What else do I have? Um, oh, the Max. You guys, oh, are you guys remember yeah, the Max? Yeah, I forgot about the Max. Freakazoid. I don't have Freakazoid on DVD, but it oh, totally should. I, yeah, you know, I got my Freakazoid DVD. Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's you know, another one. Um, the Animaniacs started playing again on the Hub recently, which, by the way, I love the Hub. That is like one of the best channels out there. Has Hasbro's channel. Batman the Animated yeah. Series is on there. Yeah. GI Joe and Transformers. Um. And then, um, My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Um, <laughs> to all which, the people who are our age or older, watch some of these cartoons now that you watch as a kid and see what you can catch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, they start playing the Animaniacs again on the hub, and we've been watching it on there as it's, as it's going on. It's really interesting going back to those earlier episodes, because you can really, really see the education Factors that they because you know when they back in the day when they make cartoons you couldn't do an episode of something without putting something educational into it. 
that's very, very much what Animaniacs was. Oh, yeah, all the songs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, especially with, like, the themes that they were trying to go for, you know, like, oh, Animaniacs is so crazy, and they have all these cartoons that got canceled, and here are the canceled cartoons from Animaniacs. Education. <laughs> yeah. Good idea, bad idea. Good idea, bad idea. Good idea. Drinking a glass of milk every day. Bad idea. Drinking milk from a cow every day. <laughs> Worst idea. Drinking milk from a bull every day. <laughs> oh, you know what I was just thinking of? I, I thought about this not too long ago. That there's going to be a new a new cartoon going on to Animation Domination, which is going to be... Oh, crap. Yeah, Axe Cop. Axe Cop, the animated series. Voiced by Nick Offerman. Yes. yes. Holy cow. Ron, they, Ron Swanson himself. They could not have, have picked a better person for that part. Yeah. Unless Mike Hagar is a real person, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, that glorious mustache. <laughs> On all four, three of them. Pile-driving sharks. But um, I've been reading Axe Cop for a very long time. Uh, yeah, for all, those, all of you who don't know, it's a comic book series written by a six-year-old and uh, illustrated by... His brother. Yeah, his brother. His old, his much older brother. Ethan Nicole. Um, who is friends with Doug Tanapal. Yep. Uh, X-Cop is, is very good. It, you definitely have to go into it. I mean, like, the kid who wrote it, it, you know, he wrote it as if a five-year-old would have... Yeah, he's not six written. anymore, obviously, but when he wrote X-Cop, he was six. Yeah, which they, they're still writing it, too. You know, it's still going on and everything, so... But um, it, it's be, still being written in that fashion, so... It's so funny to to you know it's supposed to be this serious story action and, comic yeah and it's just about a cop who finds a perfect fire axe one day at the scene of a crime or at, at the scene, scene of, of the fire of a fire yeah and uh, <laughs> and he becomes axe cop and you know isn't his partner like a T Rex well um, That's super n- well no oh, okay. he used to be um, flute cop. And then he got, <laughs> and then he got like cursed or something like that, and he turned into a dinosaur, which he, he then became Dino Cop. And yeah, and their partners, he has like a whole bunch of different allies that he goes to for things. But it, it's so funny because they, they have this segment called Ask Axe Cop, and like they, there's always Axe Cop. Axe Cop is such an unbeatable character in the eyes of this of this <laughs> child who's writing it. You know, it's. Like, how would you destroy crime? I would kill all the bad guys in the world by poisoning the water... By poisoning the water with poison that can only kill bad guys. <laughs> and there would be no more bad guys in the world. You know, it's it's so funny. And then their first comic book series that came out was called uh, Bad Guy Planet. Yeah. Which was an awesome series, you know, because uh, it was just like an all-out war of the culmination of every ally that he that axe cop ever got with all the bad guys he ever faced so man that yeah that's a really good one i forgot that axe cop was coming out everybody keep an eye out for axe cop yeah it comes <laughs> out in july i think like and july what, what channel or is I, animation domination on fox i believe it's fox, fox? yeah oh, okay. but animation yeah, domination is actually going a little bit more adult oriented and axe cop's not going to be on until 11 o'clock at night huh which is weird because oh it's, i just remember something what's that Another cartoon I love to watch. That was talking about awesome guys and mustaches. Black Dynamite animated series. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really good series. 
That is, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's another one of those shows, though, that's animated in Korea, so, uh, and one of Gerardo's rules was he said, don't talk about Avatar The Last Airbender, or anything like that, so. Or maybe know, that's uh, what was made in that factory. Listen to Korra. <laughs> Boom, Gerard. So, for something in, you know, American animation, most prominently today, you see a lot of Seth MacFarlane. Ugh, too much Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. yeah. He thinks he's hilarious, doesn't he? Sometimes he is, but other times no. No, I agree. Sometimes he is, but I, other than other than that, he just thinks he's hilarious. Yeah. Well, it's really strange because nowadays I find that I, I like American Dad a lot more than I like Family Guy. Oh no, I do too. I think American really? Dad is way funnier than Family Guy. Because I watched Family Guy recently, and I thought it was much better than it used to be. You know, yeah, I will agree. It kind of a wave of yeah. good and bad. Yeah, I will. Both ag- series. I will definitely agree that the newer episodes of Family Guy are getting much funnier, but um, but the older episodes got really, really just. Blase, or just repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Conway well, Twitty. Well, and the th- and the thing is too, where he would um, there would be a lot of episodes where he would make a joke, and then it was funny, and then he would continue to tell that joke, and it would kill it. Conway Twitty. <laughs> well, not even not even Conway Twitty. Like he would say a joke and then explain the joke that he just told you. Yeah. And like it was like, come on, dude, that's not funny at the, all. The one, the example that I can remember of that is the one where the, they did the joke where he was talking about the Tower of Sauron losing his contact. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that was funny. Like where it was like, oh no, nobody move, no, nobody. Oh, my mom is so gonna kill me. Or no, I'm so grounded. And when he said the I'm so gr- gonna be grounded, that just destroyed the joke like the like oh I don't so think I'm, so I thought that was funny like well yeah I, some of his jokes just run too long for yeah me. that's that's just it yeah. it just it just ran a little too long is all like the fact that you know Sauron lost his contact hey that's that's hilarious and then but like, the fact that his mom is gonna ground him is is not as funny yeah like yeah, that, yeah that's kind of ruined it for me anyway but uh and I think we can all agree that the Cleveland show is just non-existent fuck that show <laughs> well I mean fuck it and he knows no. he it's funny. It's funny because he knows it's terrible. Like he knows it's not doing well, and they make fun of it on Family Guy, too. So I mean, that's clever, but uh, but not not clever in a money making way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just so strange that like he's so prominent in like our pop culture now. Like he hosted the the Oscars this year. Um, oh, he's actually expanded out to other acting. You know, pieces. He's, oh, yeah, he's he, been featured in movies and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he, and made, he Ted, made Ted, which had just like a bunch of recycled Family Guy jokes in it too. Yeah, Ted was I definitely. I admit though, I, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, yeah, I agree. I I desire a higher intelligence of comedy when it comes to Ted. Um, like, no, there were and, and there were definitely jokes that just were really... when it comes to a talking bear. <laughs> no, when it comes to no, my voice doesn't sound like Peter Griffin. What are you talking about? Hilarious, Seth MacFarlane. No, like, but the the whole um, Flash Gordon thing that had me. That was so oh, funny. He's like, he's like oh my field. gosh, it, it's Flash Gordon. Do you guys want to do coke? Like, it was just, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, he made Flash Gordon a terrible person. That's that. He would have did coke. It was like what. 90s, 80s. Uh, Flash Gordon? <laughs> Are you kidding? This like it's like the 1800s. <laughs> no, no. He, um, he, this Flash Gordon was from the Flash Gordon movie. Yeah, like the movie Flash Gordon, not the black okay. and white TV series, which was, I believe, the 80s. 
I think it was the 80s. Cool, because... Yep. Uh, 1880. Cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Queen did the, you know, Flash! Ah! <laughs> Trivia <laughs> of the universe! Yeah, something that pisses me off about Seth MacFarlane, like, he has... He's a great writer when he tries. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. remember the episode when Brian and Stewie were trapped into, inside of the... I, I gotta be honest, I don't like Brian and Stewie episodes. I hate Brian as a character. No, if you haven't seen the one with Brian and Stewie are like locked in the bank vault, no, that's I have, actually I have. A, it's a you might not like the characters, but it's a well written episode. Well you realize Seth MacFarlane may not have written that show. They have twenty writers on stuff. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean because he's and, he's very I think he's very stretched in especially now, because he has so many shows and now he's directing movies. Yeah. And that might sort of affect what you guys are talking about. It's Seth MacFarlane to me is like that uncle who was cool when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, but it's true. But you, you just realize, like, yeah, you're still, I still, it's funny because I remember the, how much fun we had as a kid, <laughs> but you're not as funny as you used to be. Shut up, uncle. Just shut up. <laughs> it's true because I remember back in high school when Family Guy was first coming out, you know, it was cool like Family Guy. And he's like, did you watch Family Guy? Now it's just like, hey, it's Family Guy. You know, thank you, Uncle Seth. Just, just let him do his thing. <laughs> so so that, that's interesting. That was that was that topic actually kind of moved on to American cartoons and what Seth MacFarlane is doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the he's the he is, main he's, focus yeah, of the animation. You know, American animation today. You know, yeah, so it's like uh, American Dad, The Simpsons. Is King of the Hill still going on? No, no that King of the Hill ended a, while, a long yeah, time ago. It actually ended a couple seasons ago, where uh, like the last episode of, of uh, King of the Hill, which actually that's a really really good answer. I really really like King of the Hill. Uh, that was a, that was a good show Whoa. for a long time. Whoa. <laughs> oh. <Whoa>. Um, <laughs> propane and propane accessories. Um, no, uh, where the last episode of, uh, of King of the Hill was, like, Bobby becomes, like, a, a master griller. Or, like, he, no, not a master griller, but a master meat grader. Oh, a meat grader. Like, he grades the meat and stuff like that, and Hank was like, holy crap, he's awesome now. And that's basically how it ended, was everybody was happy, and Bobby found his calling in life. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That's actually an interesting thought, too, is that... You know, we, we've talked about quite a few American cartoons, and it seems like a good 50% of them are actually made for adults. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of cartoons on the on the children's networks and everything like that, but, I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of cartoons nowadays that are, like, Archer and anything on oh Adult God, Swim. Oh, God, Archer. Well, I think that's because, like, especially when we grew up in the 90s and 80s, cartoons were often made to sell products, like yeah. toys. And yeah. so now they're not really made for that reason, so it can be some person like, oh, I want to make this cartoon that has this adult theme, and they don't have to worry about selling transforming Sharks, <laughs> transforming street sharks oh, that are mutant street <laughs> sharks. <laughs> yep, that are from Mars and ride bikes and are also cowboys and moonbays. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is just a little bit of a side note. But if you guys want to really remember the '90s, um, go look up the video of um, next next time or previously on the X Men. It's a it's a video on YouTube called Previously on the X Men. That yeah. had me laughing like crazy. Yeah. That was so funny. Just like the way they cut it and the way it's mixed up, it's and it's only it's well, it's not even from, yeah, it's not even really cut up in any way. It's, yeah, it's, it's just it's footage from the show. straight from the show, and it's just called previously on the X Men, and it's just so funny. Yeah, because it shows you how 
how kind of not good old <laughs> old cartoons were animated. Yeah. Yeah, like how Dill was saying, you're just selling toys and products. Then now they're still kind of doing that more, but it's mostly for entertainment purposes. But. Yeah, because they'd, pro- they'd probably like come into work one day and they'd be like, oh yeah, we have this new toy, so you need to make up this character and why he actually works in this universe this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's true. I mean, but the funny thing is, those are the same shows that we had when we were kids. You know, it's still Transformers. It's still mm-hmm. G.I. Joe. Well, it's Hasbro, to be honest. You know? uh, well, I'm, I'm actually... That's why I'm actually really happy that Hasbro has their own channel now, is because... You know they can they can come out with whatever they want for their toy lines. The hub is the hub is a is a toy catalog, basically. <laughs> yeah, but also it's, really really good. I love the hub. Yeah, I'm happy we have that channel. Aquabats, <laughs> <laughs> not a cartoon. All right, it's time for some shameless plugs. Well, uh, before we do that, do you want to do the? I guess we should. Yeah, we should uh, introduce our new section, which we haven't come up with a name for it, but I really like fan service. Um, <laughs> what are we going to talk about, guys? Fancers. Yes, fancers, yes. They are the fancers. So basically, you guys emailed us. Um, or you, commented on our Facebook page. Yeah, commented on our Facebook page, emailed us. Nerdy um, show comments. Yeah, nerdy show comments, what have you. Uh, but it's basically Tweets. all the answers Henry that you get us um, <laughs> of us actually... Are you talking? <laughs> you keep saying tweets, but mine was funnier because I said handwritten letters. <laughs> Although it, both probably equally un, uh, not possible because I don't believe they have a Twitter and no one knows their address. We do not. We do not have a Twitter. I was impersonating the bird. We do have a Tumblr though. Oh yeah, send us some Tumblr asks. We do get some. Well, we used to get Tumblr asks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's our barbershop quartet. <laughs> Wicked anime, the quartet. That's uh, awesome. Okay, so yeah, these are the uh, answers that you guys emailed us, whatever, um, yes. and uh, contributing to the conversations that we had. So here are some of your answers that you gave us. Seeing that we forgot to start it last week, um, we'll start with the list of character crushes that you all have. Uh, so I'll just run down the list of all the character crushes that you guys sent us. We have answers. I hope you don't mind us saying. Well, well we don't have the people's names. Yeah, these are nameless. Oh, okay. Um, we have new answers like Katara from Avatar The Last Airbender and, of course, yeah. Korra. And, of yeah. course, yeah. Korra from the Legend of Korra. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, we, we got a very popular... Bro, <laughs> we got a very popular result of Hinata from Naruto. Really? Yeah. yeah. And... Ah. <gasps> Um, I didn't get the anime, but uh, Videl. Does anybody know that? Name? Oh, oh, that, that's, that's so familiar. That's oh from Gundam. It's from Gundam. Yeah. It's is it? Yeah, because I, I also think so, have yeah. oh, Dragon Ball Z. That's so. Oh no no familiar. no no that's right that's Dragon Ball Z yeah, yeah. sorry because on this list I also have Knowing from Gundam Wing. Yeah, that's what it was. That was the Gundam one. But yeah, Videl is from uh, Dragon Ball. Z. Okay. Well, uh, other answers were like uh, Rukia and Winry from Full Metal. And uh, Holo the Wolf from Spice and Wolf. What's this Naruto? Oh, from Naruto. I was like, who said Naruto? <laughs> <laughs> from from Dragon Ball Z. Well, Naruto is actually no jutsu. <laughs> yeah. Oh, isn't, is, isn't there a name for that character? I think Probably so. Probably like Naruto or something. Or Naruko. I think it's Naruko. I think it is Naruko. Yeah, or Nariko or Naruko. Um, 
Anyway, um, really. <laughs> obviously, we, obviously, as you see, we didn't get any um, female responses to what their character crush was, but we had Victoria on the show, so that's okay. So she gave us all the <laughs> she gave much, a, she, yeah, gave, she gave all the husbandos, all the husbandos and waifus. We got all the waifus. She got all the husbandos. Okay, so um, we actually didn't get a, too much of a response from last week's episode. That's fine. Last week's episode was a little messy. It was our oh. guilty pleasures. Um, <laughs> Somebody sent us a guilty pleasure. I, I know of the anime, but I didn't watch it. It was called Ikoku Miro no Kroisi, which is about a young Japanese girl who moves to France, and um, she meets uh, a French guy, and they have no language. And there's a language barrier between them, but it's their um, their lives together learning But they to... speak the language of love? Actually, I think so. Isn't that French? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I thought they were related. I don't remember. It's an anime. Who knows? It's French. But that was somebody's guilty pleasure. It was just like a like a. I don't know what if yeah. Well, we can. But, well, why don't we do the uh, the web comics one too? Uh, the, there we had um we had one of our fans also talk about the web comic uh, or sorry um, uh, anime influences in America. Uh, that episode, if you guys remember that one, that was a little while back. They brought up something interesting that we didn't even touch on on that episode, which was uh, webcomics. And webcomics are very anime-influenced, or at least a lot of them are. I, I know maybe about 50% of them are. But he said clone manga is one that's really good, uh, done by a Canadian. Uh, we have Sparkling Generation Valkyrie Yuki, which is a parody of a magical an- anime genre, which is a webcomic. Um, and then there's this one, but I'm a cat person, um, <laughs> and, uh, spinneret, spinneret or something like that. There was also two which are considered bad now, uh, but are influential, Mega Tokyo and Van, uh, Van Von Hunter. They said that they, those two, uh, got popular enough that they were picked up by Tokyo, uh, Tokyo Pop, which also doesn't exist now. Bummer. Uh, so that was pretty cool. That was a good answer. Yes. Uh, cause we, we did not even... Good, really good answer because we didn't even touch on on webcomics. I like that. So, if you guys got any fancers for uh, this episode, whether or not you want to tell us what your favorite uh, American cartoons are, uh, definitely send them in. You know, we have a bunch of places where you can get in contact with us. Andrew, why don't you go ahead? Yeah. Okay. So, if you guys want to contribute, uh, email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail dot com. That is wickedanimereviews all one word at gmail dot com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we're constantly posting updates. Uh, we should have some Besom updates coming up. Uh, that Yes, that is still in production. Anyway, uh, we might we may have some cast members coming in and everything. It's a mess. Uh, we also have a Tumblr. If you go to wickedanime.tumblr.com, you can ask us there. And we also have a little fun little blog posts and pictures that we throw up. And then uh, we have nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime where you can find this podcast that you're listening to. Um, and you can also watch our videos where you can also watch our videos on youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews uh, where we post semi-frequently. We have a couple new episodes coming out soon. Uh, and as well as if you did not know this, but this weekend where we're recording this now is Wicked Anime's one year anniversary. Yay! Yay! Happy birthday, Jackie Chan. <laughs> was was that everything? Did I get you everything that they can email us and contact us at? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Guys, like us on Facebook. Come on. We ask need us more questions. Likes. I want to answer questions. Yeah. I want to answer questions. You can ask me personal questions. I don't care. That's yeah, right. guys, 
It's one of my shoe size. I will tell you that. Yeah, address it. You can you can address your questions uh, directly to Glitch, Glitch, (laughs) Dylan, me, Jonathan, Sean, Katrina, Victoria. Uh, Maybe Victoria too, because she's she's the one on the Tumblr. So if you want to ask Victoria something, just do the Tumblr. But you can yeah, email us anything, guys. Yeah, comment, and I will reply to your comments. Well, Andrew would have to forward them to you. I'll I'll forward them. Don't worry. No, I won't. (laughs) What? I will. Hi, yes, I'm Glitch. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you, dude. (laughs) That was Andrew playing as Glitch. Trust me, y'all will know my style of answers when you hear it or see it typed. (laughs) All right, so now I guess we'll just address the music. I think we're going to do something birthday oriented for for Jackie Chan. That would be nice. Do we, do we want to sing or do we want to try and find a song? Can we do a Make a Man Out of You sung by Jackie Chan? Wait, it's like Mulan? Yes. Oh, he's no way. It. Yeah, oh. he's saying that. Oh, we should do Yes, that. that's going to happen. I don't know the words to it, though. Well, they're in Chinese, right? Yes. Yeah. We could just play that. I, I imagine we would. The, uh, All right. <laughs> wait, the, wait, the chi- learn it right now. <laughs> the Chinese version or the... Or, yeah, the Chinese version. It would okay. be Cantonese, I believe. Well, yeah, see, that's the Asian thing. All right, guys. So that's it for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We will see you next time. It is time for us to sign off the only way we know how. K-bye! Happy birthday, Jay Chan. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Our we Wicked Anime's uh, birthday weekend shares Jackie Chan's wicked, uh, birthday weekend. Well, it's probably not always on the weekend. <laughs> no, probably not. If it was April seventh, then you do. No, it was actually April sixth. Well, well, it's the weekend of. Too bad. Well, with the time zone change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. High five, Jackie Chan. <laughs> Glitz's face was like, is he there? <laughs> was was that everything? Did I get you everything? That they could- if you fuck a pony, will your penis get all glittery? <laughs> right in it. <laughs> Wicked Anime Reviews. <laughs> at gmail.com.
Did you did you know? Did you know that the um, the Brony uh, community actually has a term for masturbating to My Little Pony and it's clopping. called clopping. It's called clopping. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all knew that. <laughs> That's weird that we all knew that. Well, I've only ever heard it in the context of people making fun of it. Ditto. <laughs> oh, Rainbow Dash. You're 20% cooler! What was that? Was that you? I think it was. I think it was? Oh. You didn't get to see He did like a little hand gesture. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I was trying to imagine what would be attractive about My Little Pony. That, that, I bet that's what magicians do when they orgasm. They do that. They go... Because <laughs> <laughs> Blitz sort of smoking his hand. <laughs> Smoking now the tigers and now the tigers over here. <laughs> oh, thank you, Pete Holmes. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. The Wicked Anime Podcast is made possible by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza, and the generous support of listeners like you. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling friends, rating, and reviewing us on iTunes, or making a contribution in our monthly support drive. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com and click the support button on the top of the page. For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programming, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all the Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. And for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social network. It's Wicked A. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.